Uh, hello, friends. Uh, it's me, Trotal Power, from the Power Playthroughs podcast, Trotal Power. Um, no, wait, that's not what it's called. It's called Trotal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast, Trotal Power. Um, boy, boy, it's a crazy time in the world, huh? If you're not listening to this when it comes out, it's, uh, it is, it is in March in 2020 when, um, the novel coronavirus just seems to be everywhere, and it's given me some just, just awful extreme anxiety and i hate it and it's the worst um yeah it's scary stuff man i don't know how far it's gonna go or how how ultimately devastating it's gonna be but in any case um it's freaking me out a lot and i'm at work and i was like just started spiraling into this panic and was like you know what you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go play some zelda that's what i'm gonna do to to avoid losing my dang mind um so here i am we're playing more of the minish cap it's been a minute um i'm in the wind palace and if i remember right um i've died twice going through this palace so i'm just breaking some jars here uh i've got now five hearts so i'm going to try and collect all the hearts i can along the way let's see how oh, this this palace sure has some stuff i have to do to get through it doesn't it okay i fell down a hole um, I'm trying to just fly across things to, like, make this a little faster, because, like, there's this whole switch puzzle I have to do, but I think I, yeah, I can skip a fair amount of it by flying, so that's cool. Um, no, oh, okay, doing some copying here. Um, hey, Animal Crossing comes out in, like, two days, so that's exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, uh, my wife and I are gonna play a fair bit of Animal Crossing, and I know uh, a couple other people I know are gonna get it as well, so... That'll be good. That, oh, I just fell down a cliff. Um, that'll be a nice break to, to, to play some Animal Crossing. Um, the other thing I've been doing is I've been playing... Um, well, I, I was playing Final Fantasy VIII. And then I was actually lucky enough to get a, uh, a copy of Dragon Quest XI. It was it was gifted to me in like a, a giveaway thing on a Reddit or a Discord server I'm in. So I've got Dragon Quest XI and Final Fantasy VIII both going, which are two like big RPGs to be playing. But I'm having a lot of fun with Final Fantasy VIII because um, Pizza Makes Games on Twitter started a uh, an audio-only Let's Play of, of Final Fantasy VIII. And so I've been listening back to those episodes to... I, I think he's about where I am at, so I'm, I'm listening to his episodes to kind of get caught up um, to remind myself where I was at with it. And then I'm going to start playing... Um, I, I'm still feeding the kid at night, and so uh, turn-based games work really well for, for that in the middle of the night. So I'm hoping that I can get into a rhythm of, like, one night play Dragon Quest, the next night play um, play through some Final Fantasy VIII. Um, so far, Final Fantasy VIII is, like, exactly as, like, moody and broody as I expected it to be, uh, given the appearance of the main character. Ooh, I'm on two and a half hearts. I've been getting hit a lot. Um, and uh, Dragon Quest XI is, like, super cheerful and bright, and so it's, it's kind of a nice contrast to have both of them available to me at the same time here. Um, but boy, I will tell you, Dragon Quest XI, spoilers for the first, like, hour of the game, you, like, do all this stuff, and then you find out you're, like, the, the reincarnation of somebody called the Luminary, and, and most people's reaction is like, oh my gosh, the Luminary, we love you, you fought back the shadow. It's giving me a lot of, um, of, uh, uh I have the World Fives, jo- Robert Jordan, I'm reading those books as well, because of the Top Ram podcast, but, but it kind of reminds me of that, um, 
And then so you're like, oh, everybody loves me. I'm going to go see the dumb king, and he's going to love me too. And you see the king, and he's like, oh, we're so happy to meet you. Now tell me, which uh, which village did you come from? And you tell him because you're like, oh, they're totally going to go do nice things for my village, right? And then after somebody goes to your village, um, the king's like, well, anyway, you're under arrest because we think you're evil or something because the the with the luminary comes the darkness, and so you're just a harbinger of the worst things in the world that could happen. So... That caught me by surprise. Um, like, I, I am the savior of the world, it seems like, but also people don't want me there because if I'm there, it means the world needs saving. Um, which is, it, it, it's interesting because Dragon Quest XI is like, it, it is a very typical RPG from what I've heard, especially listening to the Dragon Quest FM podcast. We almost fell down. Um, but uh, that to me is a little bit of a... Um, a twist on the typical RPG format that like that you are acknowledged as the savior, but also you're hated for being the savior. I think that's kind of cool. Um, what else have I been doing? We've been watching a lot of the CW superhero shows, uh, the flash and arrow and Supergirl, um, and legends of tomorrow, uh, man, legends of tomorrow is so good. That show is just bonkers. It is completely off the wall. Oh no. What's eating me. Oh, there's a like, like underneath a, a netting or a, a, a wire platform. So I couldn't see him very well. There we go. Um, Legends of Tomorrow is just absolutely buck wild. They had an episode that was titled... The, the title of the episode was the name of the guest star for the episode. And I, I can't think of the guy's name now. He's he, he's in Lord of the Rings, but the, the title of the episode was like... The title was literally guest starring whoever it is. I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. That's not allowed, Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, that's a weird example of how bonkers that show is, but it's bonkers. Um, I watched first season of Black Lightning as well, along with those. I really like that. It was good. Um, not not light and happy. Definitely is as a like, oh man, the world is so messed up type of show. Um, but it was good. I liked it. Oh, oh, come on. I only have two and a half hearts again. I was doing better and now I'm back to two and a half hearts. Um let's see. Did I even need to multiply myself there? Yeah, I did. Because there's a big block I have to push out of the way. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of, like, random music. Like, nothing in particular, but, um, with the kid around... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I'm on moving platforms and there's crows flying at me. I'm with the kid around. I've been just kind of playing random stuff because babies like music. And so I'm like, here, kid, let's listen to They Might Be Giants or, um, uh, Of Montreal or Flaming Lips. Flaming Lips was a fun one. I played uh, um, I played Flaming Lips, and it came on with uh, Yoshime versus the, the Pink Robots or Giant Robots, whatever that song's called. Very good song. Liked it a lot. Played it, sang My Baby While We Dance Around. My wife was there. And then we listened to um, Do You Realize, also by the Flaming Lips. And my wife was like, wow, this is, this is good music. See, why don't you play music like this? Because my wife doesn't like my music, typically. Um, and, uh, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, the Flaming Lips are dope. And she's like, wait, they're called the Flaming Lips? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, man, with a name like the Flaming Lips, I'd think they'd be like weird. And I was like, oh. So then I went and pulled up the music video for um, Watching the Planets, which is where a whole bunch of people are riding around naked on bicycles while the lead singer of the Flaming Lips is in a bubble and a bunch of other people are born out of a giant, um, like, monster vagina. Uh, and she was like, yeah, okay, this is, this looks like what I would expect from a band called the Flaming Lips. This makes sense now. Um, so that was good. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, 
I don't remember how far... Oh, the wind's going to blow me off here. Nope, it didn't. I made it across. Whew. Um, I don't remember how far into this dungeon I was before, but um, eventually I've got to make it through, right? You'd think? Oh, I see you, slimes. Oh, no. That slime got me, even though I saw him. Okay, here's where the fan has to blow me up. Oh, I was about to say I remember this part, and then I got blown off the edge. I did a bad job. Okay, made it that time. Um... Do I even need to go this way? Oh, yep, here's the turtles who shoot stuff at me while I try and not die. It's mostly what I'm doing now. One and a quarter hearts. I better get to a spot where it's like, here's the boss room, and before the boss, here's uh, a bunch of fairies. Because I'm at one and a quarter hearts. I really don't want to die and have to start this over again. Two pigmen, both dead. Didn't give me a heart. Okay. It's just a chest here, um, but I've already gotten that chest. Oopsie doodle. There we go. I just caught a call from uh, from GameStop. They were calling to let me know um, that uh, Animal Crossing comes out on Friday. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be there because I don't think you should be working. I think it's lame that GameStop is having y'all work. So. Plus, I want a free digital copy of it, so I don't need to go buy it there anymore. But mostly out of protest. Uh, question. Would I still be going to GameStop to get it if I hadn't gotten a digital copy for free? Um, I want to say no. Um, I think probably actually no. I think I would have said, you know what? Uh, we're going to switch to a digital copy um, because I, I just I think it's terrible that GameStop still has their employees working. Um, oh, no. There's two big boys spinning chains in the next room. Okay. And I have a quarter of a heart. Will bone arrows work on these guys? No. There's a locked door in this room, and I don't have a key, so I'm guessing I have to kill them. Wait. No, okay. I thought I had a fairy in a jar for a second, but it's just an empty jar. I'm guessing I have to kill them to get a key. I'm trying to keep my shield up. Okay, just got to dodge when they try and throw their dumb giant spiky balls at me. And then hit them. Oop! Okay, still alive, still good, still good, we're okay. Here comes one, go and hit him. Okay, that's one down. Ah, he gave me coins, I was hoping he would give me a heart. I'd feel much better about this if I had a heart. Oh, there's the boss room! The next room is the boss room! Kill that guy, he gave me a coin, and they dropped a key. You got a small key. Oh, there better be something good in this room. Okay, here we go, into the next room. Two skeletons. Oh, only a quarter of a heart. I'm just running past them. I can't. I can't deal with it. Oh my gosh. More rooms? Why is there more rooms? Why isn't this the end of this? Okay, I'm back in that room with the two skeletons. I'm going to kill... I killed one of them. No heart. There's a chest here that's behind a block, so I can't get to it. Weird. Okay. Okay, back to the next room. It has multiple buttons and a multiplication pad, so I have to, like multiply myself in order to push all the buttons but there's a bunch of jars come on hearts or fairies nothing that's four jars and nothing here's four more jars a coin more coins <sighs> shoot okay can i multiply myself four times there's four buttons did i need to save one of those jars wait can you use jars to push buttons i don't in this one i don't remember um, 
Huh. Do I have the boss key already? I think I have the boss key already. Hang on. I don't. Well, how, how do I do this? Okay, let's think about this. This room has a zappy thing rolling around. It has an open door I've gone through and a closed door that I can't go through because it requires a key. Where, where am I on the map? No, I didn't want to talk to the dumb bird. Because there's, it looks like you can fly over to where I am. Oh, I see. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Go to the next room where all the pots were. Fall into the pit and get a game over. <sighs> what I meant to do was fly over the pit. But instead what I did, did, what I did, what I did was I fell in the pit and got a game over. So. I now have to start the dungeon over. Next time on Troidal Power Presents Power Playthroughs Podcast with Troidal Power. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Good evening, 003. The following is for your ears only and is classified above top secret by Her Majesty's Secret Service. Less than 24 hours ago, our contact with the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network intercepted an encrypted audio message sent over social media regarding the upcoming season of Podcasters Assemble, a hype rewatch podcast covering the James Bond films leading up to Bond 25. According to our intel, season 1 covered the Marvel Cinematic Universe, while season 2 focused on the Star Wars Skywalker saga. For this season, the Podcast Network is looking to recruit field operatives from around the world to reminisce about the Daniel Craig Bond movies, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre, in a countdown to the latest film in the franchise, No Time to Die. Your primary objective is to infiltrate Podcasters Assemble by recording and uploading your submissions at probablywork.com, utilizing a two-way communications device with a built-in microphone, the latest from QBranch. In addition, MI6 believes that the first episode is going to be an overview of the series as a whole, showcasing everyone's favorite and least favorite Bond movies, Bond actors, Bond villains, secret lairs, cold opens, vehicles, and gadgets from the franchise's history, and more importantly, your background with these films. For a full mission report, go to probablywork.com. The first episode is scheduled for release on March 6th. We're all counting on you, 003.